0: Welcome to the podcast of Conversations with Friends, heard every week on KAOI Radio in Maui, Hawaii. Good morning. Welcome to Conversations with Friends with Mary Almwake, exploring ways to live our lives more fully in this wonderful world. We welcome your calls and thoughts at 242-7800. Conversations with Friends is brought to you on KAOI by Unity of Maui, where the heart is at home. Now, here's your host, Mary Omwake.
1: Well, good morning. What a joy to be back on our beautiful Maui home with my good friend, our, your producer, Jim Jacobson. Jim, how are you today?
0: I am great. You know, it was a... Uh quiet weekend, it was relaxing, and then I started looking on Sunday night all the things I had to do in this Uh-oh. week, and you started getting <laughs> stressed. And the first thing I did on Monday morning, I'm proud to say, is I went for a long walk on the beach, uh-huh. and that put everything in perspective.
1: There you go. Well, that's And we're talking about that, because with the world, the way it is, oh. I was, as you know, in Dharamsala, so I was in a prayer mode for like six weeks with no CNN, no radio, mm-hmm. uh, and f- intentionally. Mm -hmm. and very peaceful, came back, hit the United States, and, of course, the Middle East had just begun to go into one of its... Uh, things that it almost, does, and yeah. and so stepping into prayer and being present with the world that we see in the outer, when all the time there is that peace within, and and that's what we've been talking about at Unity Church of Maui. That, you know, and when I was in Dharamsala with the Dalai Lama, and I was reading the Hindu Bhagavad Gita, and I was studying high mysticism, Christian path to spirit. They all teach the same thing: stay home in God, stay at home in God. And here we are on our beautiful island of Maui, and sometimes we get so busy that we forget right where we are is the infinite. The I was peace. talking
0: to a very good friend of mine and on the way over, and I haven't spoken to her in a few weeks because I've been so busy. And, and she said, how are you doing? I said, I'm busy. She said, Jim, every time you talk to me, that's all you say is you're busy. Mm. And she helped put things in perspective. I'm I was so like, well, thrilled. I have this and this and this and this. And then she said, well, you know, this friend of mine died. And then she started putting things in perspective. Mm. I'm like, you know, by relating all that, my life's
1: pretty good. Mm. Yes, I had a, a very beautiful soul that I had... Been f- deeply connected to for over twenty years. Made her transition a young mother with four children, and and that um, she was, as I was saying to you earlier before the show, uh, one of the most beautiful souls that I ever knew. Just a natural, genuine earth mother. Mm-hmm. Kindness exuded from her. There, no gushiness. It just, she just was gentle and present. And and she stepped off the planet, and and I, I had to take Friday afternoon off just to be with. Um, what for me you know realizing that's a, that's a loss on the human level mm-hmm. even though i know her spirit source mm-hmm. and here we are to just appreciate each moment and
0: that's so i think that's the message of this i mean when you uh, another friend of mine lost her puppy who she'd been mm-hmm. very close to mm-hmm. for 9 years oh. suddenly just got hit by a car and mm-hmm. 30 seconds later she held the the dog's mm-hmm. body in her hands and realized you know saw the life go out of it mm-hmm. and we just it helps us appreciate every moment and how uh you know uh, you know
1: jesus said when you're in the light do all you can Mm -hmm. and uh be fully present to this now moment i don't know a single spiritual teacher whether it's funa the hawaiian tradition (laughs) hinduism buddhism jesus be present now god Mm -hmm. is now be still now and uh, a couple of classes that we are starting at unity are just geared to just support us, and mm-hmm. tomorrow night we'll start a three-week class called Centering Prayer, which in my practice, Vipassana, the breath, a Hindu beautiful insight prayer, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, for for people in the Western tradition, the Centering Prayer often helps. Rather than follow your breath, you follow a word. You focus on a name for the God or presence in you with the intention, Jim, of of really living in a relationship with infinite spirit until there is no separation until there is only spirit not you and spirit but but of course it's a process of coming within and when you do that every day for 20 minutes what happens is that the holy spirit becomes like the great psychologist and i've, I've people have done it for 3 4 months and said oh it's total bliss and then of course when it's time the holy spirit goes down and pulls up those past life those Deep hurts those and brings them up in that in that place of relationship with Spirit, and they can be healed. So that, along with Monday night, we're doing Byron Katie's The Work.
0: Well, let's go to the centering prayer site. Oh, That's a lot like meditation.
1: Well, it What's is. What's the difference? It, well, meditation is a thousand million kinds anything. of meditation. If you go to the the library, it's a different definitions. Meditation. Some people say, well, prayer is when you talk to God, and mm-hmm. meditation is when you listen to God. Mm-hmm thousands of different techniques and this is just one. You know, the whole intention is to be present to the presence and to really come into relationship with the beloved of your soul, whether you call it Jesus or Atman or Buddha or Tara or, you know, to just come into the awareness that when Jesus said, be still and know Mm -hmm. I am God, he was telling you every minute with every breath the presence will inform you, teach you, guide you. Uh, but you can only get there if you're still. Right. Because the monkey mind, as you know. <laughs> and last night in in the class of the work, I read some work from modern um, biologists of the brain. And do you know in the, your left brain, Jim, there is a little area called the interpreter. That's one of the things they've named it. And it's a spin doctor. We have <laughs> a literal part of our left brain whose job is to keep us in control. And it doesn't matter if it has to spin the truth I mean, is this amazing when we see the the news and we talk about spin doctors? Or
0: some of those in Washington. Yes. So we have one in our brain. We
1: have one in our brain that wants to keep your story going. I was a victim. My mom didn't love Uh me. Uh, I was, yeah. So, um. It's just—it's amazing that we, when we have this, so we have to stay alert. And when we do silence, of course, then the stories come up. Wow. And then Byron Katie's work is one of the, the simplest techniques.
0: It's—it's it's very powerful. Of
1: tell the stories you tell. So
0: you did your first class last night. Last on Last work. Night and we'll then it's going on for a few Monday. more. Two yeah. more.
1: Well, we'll all be doing two more, and then we have someone who's been trained by Byron Katie herself that'll come in. So this is we see this ongoing. This is so Monday night you can come in and look at the mind and unravel those ways you keep yourself suffering okay. because um, Byron Katie reminds us all suffering is thoughts we believe. Mm-hmm. We believe something that happened in the past, and we. And now we find out the brain has something that keeps that story going. Mm-hmm. Why I wondered why it was so hard to get <laughs> over because it, it's it's actually been evolved over 100 million years to do just that. Yeah. But anyway, so That's we six have 6.30s on six, Monday, six forty-five Monday. Okay, six and forty-five s- centering prayer Wednesday, six forty-five. Okay. So those two, okay. uh, because I, I just looked at my own practice, Jim, and I thought, you know, people do those two things. Mm. For a year, they'll totally transform their life.
0: You said it could save a lot totally. of therapy. And, save,
1: and yeah, and I'm, you know, I, I thank every therapist that helped me because I'm not, I'm so grateful to body workers and therapists and intensive leaders and people who've shined the light. I bless every single one. These are two processes you can do yourself. Everybody can learn yeah. this. You can go online. You don't have to even come to the class. You can go on thework.org dot and pull up Byron Katie. Um, come Wednesday night, you will learn the centering prayer in one time. Yeah. You know, it just, it's and good to do it in a group. You
0: can access anytime, any place, and, and it's God's simple. always with you. Right?
1: Yeah, uh, Meister Eckhart said, you know, God's always at home. You keep going on a walk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and often when we're out on our walk, we get lost, right? And we get all confused about bank statements mm-hmm. and things in our daytime. and We forget that the most important thing every moment is to bring presence into form. Mm. There's nothing else we're doing.
0: Powerful stuff. Yes,
1: it's real powerful. And and uh, we're real excited. We're going to be talking with somebody from San Francisco today, Jim. Her name is Catherine Mapes Sorry. Resnick. Uh, she's going to be coming to Maui to do what's called speaking circles. I
0: love that term, speaking circles. And,
1: and we've had some people in our church, uh, that have wanted this, that have asked me to bring them here, and I didn't know, even know anything about it. Yeah. And so, uh, for over a year, uh, Tricia Anderson's been holding that vision, and Carolyn Gold, and, and lo and behold, Christy Ellison has a friend she calls. Is there any chance we can sneak her in? Cause, you know, we normally schedule six, weeks, eight weeks out, we like to minimum, but this Sunday afternoon from 1 to 4 Catherine Mapes Resnick will lead uh, uh, Speaking Circles, and it's limited, Mm -hmm. but we are going to take a call with her, so I'm going to see if she's online. Is Catherine? Catherine, are you there? I'm here. Oh, good. So have you been hearing uh, what we've been saying about Speaking Circles, or were you able to hear any of it? I wasn't able to hear anything. Oh, well, okay. well, can you hear us now? This <laughs> is Jim Jacobson. Hi, Jim. How are
0: you? I'm what is good. The, what is the speaking circles?
2: Well, a speaking circle is a group of small, maybe five to ten people that practice an approach to speaking and being that softens fears around not just public speaking but
3: speaking in
2: any setting. Uh, to a friend to a group to uh, in a business situation it's basically a, an approach to being more comfortable in your own skin when you both when you're speaking but also it translates into uh, feeling that way outside of when, when you're not even speaking. So That's it's basically what it is it's an approach to being more comfortable both with speaking and just being yourself in your life.
1: So this kind of evolved, um, it sounds like, a, in a natural way. You gathered together to overcome your basic fear of speaking and then found out it had a much deeper and much more lasting and profound effect.
2: Yes, yes. What happens is, is that when you deal with one fear, it translates into a fear that you might feel in any kind of situation. Mm. So well, that's interesting. When you're, and, and particularly you know, what, ha, what, what allows that to occur in a speaking circle, the format is such that people are received in an unconditional, uh, receptive, loving way. There's no criticism. There's no judgment. There's just a reception of who the person is as they are with no expectations. And so the fears can settle down.
1: Now, do you just wave a a magic wand here, Catherine? (laughs) I mean, you must have some experiences or experiments or processes that help create that field.
2: Absolutely. Well... You probably heard that public speaking is is uh, the number one fear that people have.
0: I think I heard it related to the dentist. It was, it was, <laughs> those are the top two.
2: I think I heard. I think it was probably Jerry Seinfeld said that it, you know, and he was that if you know, he'd rather be in the box than up there giving the eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but in case, I didn't hear that one. So no. if you put a person in an environment where a fear is going to be activated like public speaking like the in the speaking circle one of the process is is we, we begin with exercises that help people get comfortable just relating to another. The heart of the speaking circle process is relational presence. So it's getting comfortable just being with another person. Mm-hmm. And then from there standing up and speaking with the group present. That's I mean, that creates anxiety for most people. Mm -hmm. And so that anxiety is present, but then that anxiety gets held by others in the group with this unconditional uh, gaze of complete rapt attention that the person in front of the group, yes, they feel anxious at first, but when they really know that they're being held and they're in a safe space, those fears start to relax and then what's really really truest for them begins to get expressed Hmm. Catherine so the, the process itself allows that. No, it's not a magic wand. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I really wanted hard. to buy
1: one. because It's so beautiful when you can create that deep yeah. listening. This is Catherine Mapes Resnick, and she's a psychotherapist and a retreat leader. She's coming to Maui. She'll be here this Sunday from 1 to 4 at Unity. It is... Um, only a small group, so you will have to call in if you're interested and sign up, two four two nine three two seven. 9327 Catherine, we have to go to a break, but will you stay online, and we'll come back and talk some more about what excites you, about what took you from psychotherapy you, to you. this. Catherine Mapes-Resnick,
0: stay tuned. Thanks. Conversations with Friends with Mary O'Mwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242-9327. And now, back to Conversations with Friends.
1: Well, Jim, you know, uh, w- I want to tell you about uh, one of the sponsors of Conversations with Friends. It's a uh, just one of the most integrous and uh, beautiful women on Maui. She is the owner and, um, I guess, the boss—the the person <laughs> who started it all—of Premier Mortgage. And I have to say, they've done over a billion loans here on Maui. And everyone, I can tell you, I've done six with her. She is masterful. Mm-hmm. She just puts you right at ease. You were talking about um being at ease. Mm-hmm. This woman just she asks you the questions you need to know. She gives you the straight story and she says. We can do it. The first time I thought, is that all? What do you mean you <laughs> can do it? I kept calling her and calling her and calling her. She said, no, no, we're doing it. Now I just relax because it just comes done right when she says it will. All the paperwork comes up right on the date pretty much she says it will and you get the fee that she tells you you will. And she makes magic happen. You've seen, I just saw a brand new commercial of hers last night when I was watching the comedy show with mm-hmm. David, uh, John's, John Stewart. John Stewart, there was a brand new uh, commercial for Premier Mortgage, and, and we, we see just, them
0: all over, and they really, and we really think they're great. We they're do. They're good friends of our show.
1: A- and she, she'll tell you the straight story, and never charge you a dime. She doesn't tell you about. You know, it's it's just great to mm-hmm. deal with people like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I just love people who walk their talk and um, make magic happen. So Premier Mortgage, Trish Morris, is who you want to see, and. Um, we're talking now with a woman who found her passion and uh, Catherine, can mm-hmm. we call you Catherine? Yes. I'm oh, okay. Are you still doing psychotherapy or is this taken over your life, this no, speaking I'm still, circles?
2: I'm still doing psychotherapy okay. and it all relates. Of course. Uh, the thing that I really loved about speaking circles what I saw and it's a it's a process, it's experiential mm-hmm. that is very much like what I work with people in my practice who when they're in a safe place and they feel held and uh, the fear around being themselves begins to relax. And I just saw that happen so much more quickly when I was working with people in speaking circles. Well, Mm -hmm.
0: once it happens, I mean, we were saying that it's no magic wand. So once they Mm -hmm. experience this relaxation During a speaking circle, Mm -hmm. does that mean they can go to their you know, Kiwanis meeting next week and and speak before the group and and feel at ease? Yes. Really? We've
2: actually had people come, and sometimes it happens after the first meeting, sometimes it happens after several. But that's what gets so exciting is people come back and they say, Oh, I was never able to stand up and speak in front of my Kiwanis group, for example. Or say somebody wants to give a, a toast at their daughter's wedding. And they're just absolutely terrified. Mm
3: -hmm. And
2: they really want to stand up and say something really beautiful for their daughter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what really excites me is that that gets freed. And so instead of being constricted by this fear, they're able to stand up and give to their daughter what they so want to give.
0: And that plays out in a lot of different areas in their lives, I would imagine.
2: Yes, it does. It does. I mean, it translates. I, I, I tell you, Jim, the thing for me that I've seen—I was really surprised—is it works if you're if, if you have a social phobia and you're just shy around people all the time. People get more relaxed, and it down to simple things like being at the grocery store and just having an exchange with the person that you're checking out with. That, I... and that can sound really simple, but. I guess the thing about the speaking circle, what really brings it forward is there's an element of the circle that's called essence appreciation, mm-hmm. which rather than giving critiques on talks after a person has finished speaking, there's a part in the circle where the people who've been listening give the person an essence appreciation.
0: So it, so, so, the magic really happens not just for the person who's giving the speech, but for those who are using that listening skills, that essence listening. Absolutely. Mary's told a great story of a couple of years ago when you were with the Dalai Lama, and there was this uh, uh, rabbi f- or someone from Israel and someone from, uh, palace, uh, from palace from from Palestine, Palestine. Mm-hmm. and they were talking. And well, you tell the story? And, and, and what what the Dalai Lama admonished everyone in the audience to do instead of like projecting. One. Oh, well, it was
1: before the Dalai Lama actually came in, but, but we had some very impassioned sharers, one, of course, being an, an Israeli Jew mm-hmm. and one being a Palestinian Muslim, where they've been at war for so long. And when they started to talk everybody when when one would talk everybody would just side with them and just <laughs> you get all energized you know and then mm. the other one would talk and everybody would, the energy would go there and so they said stop mm. and hold a neutral space of just profound appreciation for each one as they speak no. don't take sides just listen with that deep Compassion, and then when the other one shares. And what was so amazing, Catherine, was mm-hmm. these two who had lifelong animosity and, and came to a place that was stunning, and one of them said to the other, is there anything, anything that could make you stop, uh, anything that you regret, anything? And, and the Israeli Jew said, I regret with all of my heart. Every Palestinian child that's ever been killed, with all of my heart. And the other one um, shared how much, and this just evolved from just anger and animosity, a genuine appreciation, and the Israeli Jew, after they heard, said, we would give up half of Jerusalem if you could bring peace and stop the bombing. They got to that place on their own. And that was just with each one deeply listening, and I think what I hear you talking about is called speaking circles, mm-hmm. but it could be deep listening mm-hmm. circles. So yeah. It
0: applies to both the person who's doing the speaking and the yes. listening. It's beautiful work.
1: We did that last night in in uh, the uh, class that we had on the work. Is as people were sharing, they were starting to take sides. You could feel the room going, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, I'd be mad too if that <laughs> happened," you know. And we just paused and shared that story, and everybody went into that place of profound respect for the person sharing without having to agree with the story or not. Just mm. the sharing that's so beautiful. How do people express the essence of appreciation? What are some things they might say?
2: Well, they might say your, courage- your courageousness was uh, uh, radiant and illuminating. You're a uh, uh, bright light and you speak clear <coughs> as a bell
0: so, just so, just to hear just to hear those words for the first time is going to be pretty powerful. Yes. I mean someone's going to go, "Wow, because they've never heard that
2: yes. before. Yes. That's what we see happens is the faces, particularly, I and I lead this retreat on Molokai. Mm-hmm. And when we do this for a week and we mix it in with some other processes like writing and art and storytelling, you do this for a week and chant the beginning of the week, you see these faces, they arrive on the island, and and you know, it kind of <laughs> can it and through the week you just see—it's like a flower opening up. Mm-hmm. You just rain this kind of—I uh, mean, say, i don't want to say love juice, but
0: well, that's okay. We can say love juice oh, on the radio. Okay. See, that, that works on, on this radio show. That's great.
2: I, I figured we could, but this it. and you see it in a speaking circle too. From the first round, or just the beginning, when they're doing the relational uh, presence exercises, to The last round, the first round is three minutes and the last round is five, and by the end of that, you just see this kind of ease, this kind of relaxation from being seen for who they are, not what they said or what they did.
0: So I know there's a limited number of people who can take the class. How do you know if you're a good candidate to take this program with you on Sunday?
2: Oh, that's a great question. I would say anybody, truly, I mean, it sounds strange, but I think anybody is a good candidate. If you're somebody who wants to, at the top level, wants to ease some of the uh, speaking fears that you have, if you feel like you want to uh, be a comm- better communicated with your children or your spouse, if, if you're wanting to feel more present and, and uh, honoring of your own path, you're talking about the listening. It's listening to the other, but it's also listening to yourself in this process. Mm-hmm. So anybody that is wanting to feel like they hear themselves, and sometimes when you speak, you hear things about yourself that you didn't know before you started speaking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, listen mm-hmm. to a recording so- of any, of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't so know about I said yourself.
2: that. So, It really is a program, and I I mean, I don't mean to, it sounds strange to say, oh, it's a program for everybody, but I really believe that it is. I have not seen anybody come to a circle who has not benefited.
1: Well, Catherine, this is going to be this Sunday. It's a little short notice for people listening. It's at mm. Unity on High Street from one to four. Tell us, uh, just describe in those four hours the general flow, because some people listening may be thinking about it right now. Okay. and we hope to be able to start one, an ongoing circle here. Is mm. that so? Can you tell us in that three-hour period, just outline the flow?
2: Okay. In the, the, the first thing that we'll do is these uh, relational exercise practices, and they're done in dyads. So it's two people being gently in the presence of the other with no speaking initially, and then gradually moving into speaking to one another just in dyads. So you start to feel a little more comfortable just speaking with another person. No. And then gently from there, moving into a little longer dyad sharing, around four or five minutes. Again, so that a person really gets into, like what you were talking, and you were talking about, Mary, that deep listening place. Because you're right, these are speaking listening circles. And to really just get grounded in that listening place for yourself and another. And then after that, short break, and then we'll move into each person having an opportunity to stand in front of the group and share whatever is present for them in the moment it could be a story it could be uh, anything it could be silence i've been to circles where people have taken their whole time in front of the group and just been silent
0: and they and and i bet the audience gets as much out of it as the person who's being silent just feeling that energy and being able to emanate it back towards the speaker as they're in front of you in silence
2: absolutely this is what i saw as a participant in circles that i was getting as much if not more from being the listener Mm -hmm. and giving to this person such unconditional regard So it is really mutually beneficial.
1: Yeah, I think people, uh, when they understand, they have the ability, and it sounds like you go right for it, and right in the beginning, looking at each other's eyes, Mm -hmm. soft eyes, breathing gently. We naturally, this is our natural state. Mm-hmm. I tell, you, we're we're created to live in presence and joy and yeah. lightness, and we get so busy with whatever right. else it is. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're creating for three hours that experience, mm-hmm. and it translates then when you go out and you're driving your car. You yeah. you just uh, it just softens everything. Yes, yeah. I am oh. excited about this. Now I think there's only five spaces left, so okay. I am going to go ahead and give the phone number because. Um, if you, if you, something in your heart says this is mine, and and you know that, it's two four two nine three two seven, and you know we would, because the class because it is an intimate class, it it we would love to keep this going. And Catherine, and I think some people will be talking to you about that, how this can be set up and be ongoing. Uh, in the future, but for this class to have you as the facilitator, mm. it's. I think we announced it Sunday and it was half full. So, I do yes. tell people that, and and we just thank you so much for telling us uh, about this. Um, what what? How did you get involved?
2: Well, I a friend told me about it, and it's just a place in my life where it sounded like a vehicle that could be really a service to people
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so i went and started participating myself I, I i didn't think i really had stage fright when i started and i don't really have stage fright but like so many people i have life fright mm-hmm. in different areas
3: mm-hmm. and
2: i began to see how i became more present
3: mm-hmm.
2: and so then, I became a facilitator after participating maybe for five months or so, and it's just—I think Mary, when you called to something, you called, mm. and I—I I started doing it, and I've been doing—I started facilitating in 1997, and did our first retreat in in Molokai in '99, and this coming May will be our uh, ninth retreat.
0: Wow, that's great! In
2: in Molokai.
0: And then. And why Molokai? Do you bring people in from all over?
2: We do. And we bring people from in all over the world. It's so exciting. We've had people from the Netherlands, and last year we had somebody from Germany. Uh, and
0: it's an interesting moment- place to do a retreat. Huh? It's an interesting place to do a retreat. Well,
2: there's an incredible, I it's a plug, but there's an incredible retreat center there called Hui Ho Alana. And I went there myself for a special birthday uh, to do a photography class and just absolutely fell in love with the property. It so cradles the soul and allows for us to really help people deepen into themselves. It's beautiful, incredible food. We gather this magical group of people. my, My retreat partner, Doreen, and I are just always amazed. And how
1: do people find their
0: way there. That's interesting. Well, th- yeah. thanks for sharing that with us because it's just a, neighbor, a very, very close neighbor island, <laughs> but um, i well, I think Molokai
1: is one of the most sacred islands. It is. uh, just It's uh, still the old Hawaii. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. that go there, I have a friend who finally bought a house after coming for 15 years and mm-hmm. realized they could have owned the house. Mm-hmm. Finally bought one a couple years ago, and they come from Ohio every year and totally love it. Catherine, it's just been a delight Thank to you. share with you. Yeah, and uh, we wondered... Um, I guess the last question would be, how do people get more information if, if they're listening and saying, you know, this sounds like I can't do it Sunday, but I want to know something about it?
2: Oh, I would love to tell you. And also, and I'll be teaching some people this at the class on, on Sunday, there is a process that people can do on their own, too. And so that's going to be exciting, and people can learn that. But they can also learn that process by going to Speaking Circles. Dot com.
1: That's one word, speaking circles with dot an com. Mm-hmm.
2: And there is a wealth of information on that page. And they'll, uh, through that page, they'll meet the originator of speaking circles, which was Lee Quickstein. And he started this, oh, gosh, 25 years ago. And they're just a group of us, people who come and learn the work and then take it and grow it in our own way. And that's how Speaking Quest started to happen. And if people want more information about the retreat or the retreat center, they can go to my website, which is speakingquest.com.
0: Perfect.
1: Well, Catherine, uh, when do you fly over? I'm flying in on Friday night. Well, you have a safe, beautiful journey. The weather here is gorgeous. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. I I was listening to the news this morning, and New York City was 100 degrees by (sighs) 11 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What's the
2: weather over there right now? It's in the mid 80s
0: and beautiful.
2: Yeah,
1: it just pretty much stays pretty much the same. All oh, year uh, <laughs> We don't, don't
0: talk about weather. One time <laughs> it went
1: down to 54 degrees and it made four inch block headlines. Yeah. The coldest, yeah, okay. the coldest uh, whatever in record, you know, 54 and do- degrees. And it doesn't get up that high either, no, so it's, it's so a great place it to really be. It really is. We are so blessed and we just um, thank you so much for doing this workshop for us on Sunday. Look forward to seeing you, meeting you. Oh, me as
2: well, and I'm looking forward to being in Maui again. It is my my island. I love love Maui
0: Nākāʻoi. No yeah. Ma-
2: yes.
1: yeah, yes, oi, Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We'll see you Sunday. So
1: blessings and thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. And, and I look forward to meeting you. Okay, have a safe journey. We'll see you when you get here.
2: Thank you. Aloha. I- We're going
1: take a minute and hear from. Uh, our sponsor, uh, Premier Mortgage. Uh, she's just such a dynamic lady, Trish Morris. And if you have any needs for mortgage, and uh, my girlfriend just told me she had one of those uh, adjustable rate mortgages, Jim, yes, and it's just it going, going up, 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 up. I said, how can it do that? I thought there was increments. And no, it jumped. She's at like almost 10%. Mm. I thought, oh, my gosh. So call Trish today <laughs> at Premier Mortgage. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Conversations with Friends with Mary Omwake is a presentation of Unity on Maui. We are a trans-denominational community and invite you to join us in Sunday morning celebration at 10 a.m. at the Maui Tropical Plantation in Waikapu. Unity also offers children's church and nursery services. If you'd like to join our families of sponsors on Conversations with Friends, please call us at Unity at 242 nine three two seven and now back to conversations with friends you know that was really interesting saying that the biggest fears that people have are uh are are, are we're talking about going to the dentist and speaking in public
1: but yeah and i think the key was uh, your fear kind of morphs
0: yeah because then it takes on other dimensions in your life
1: because if when you're afraid of speaking in public that means you're giving your power away yeah and that's the big thing because uh I know. I was traumatized. Little I kids it, aren't afraid, most of them. Not if unless somebody's made fun of them. Right. In my case, it was past life. <laughs> but I made it through ministerial school, Jim. Uh, uh, oh, this is uh, a good giving story. Giving one talk. <laughs> I was so frightened. And someone did a past life regression, which I didn't know that I ever believed in. But I, I had obviously been many times, you know, tortured and all for speaking about the light, carrying the light. And... Uh, and I made it through without uh, you have to give one talk it's called your chapel service Th- throughout your, you have throughout to you okay. have to do that it's like you, it's a Sunday morning service only you do it on Monday morning, mm-hmm. but you have to do that to graduate so I did that and I did it shaking so much I was hol- <laughs> literally holding on to the podium
3: mm-hmm.
1: when I had to turn the page and <laughs> I had to put the microphone down and turn the page. I was so frightened, and I gave that talk. Um, I don't know how many times because I would go out to different churches after, and uh, I got invited
0: back. And you nailed it down, and you—that was your. That I was had a really stick. one that, that one good stick. talk,
1: and then they invited me back, and it was like, "Oh my God, I have to come <laughs> over with another talk." But even though um, the church that I served while I was a student asked me to, they—they they had a—they uh, let the minister left. They wanted me to be there. I did the platform, yeah. but I, I just couldn't do it. And that it was frightening, and finally through some healing work and some real but good wasn't therapy. was there a
0: stipula- I, I remember you saying once there was a stipulation. The first, they really wanted you to be a minister, but they said you had to do one thing first.
1: Oh, the church that hired me—I'd been their student minister. They loved me in Overland Park, Kansas, and um, I, but all the ministers that tried out had lots of experience, and it was a fairly good-sized church, a couple hundred people, and uh, for a first-time minister, and but they said well, you need to get a speech coach. And it was marvelous. She was a speech therapist, and she taught me how to just flow. And of course, now it's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, so I mean,
0: now it's so natural. So these little these things, once you get them, if you go to the speaking circles or get a speech oh, coach, can really make a big circles,
1: difference. Speaking uh, circles, t- uh, Toastmasters, mm-hmm. to be able to communicate yourself. But I I, I love the piece about listening, Jim, mm-hmm. because there's so much. I know on Sunday morning at Unity Church, everyone who speaks there said it is the safest, most beautiful place to speak because everyone's loving.
0: The receptivity they're of, just, the, of the there's audience. There's a
1: flow. And mm-hmm. so you step into a field. You don't step into a field of hostility. They're waiting for you <laughs> to be brilliant. You know, you, you just walk in, and no matter who steps onto that platform, they're they're wrapped in a circle of love. And we all do better in love. Let's face it.
0: It's a lot easier to to perform to get up to, there and uh, to know that everyone's out there. Download loving you.
1: the spirit, whatever mm-hmm. it is you bring forth. You know, if you're a Deborah Lynn, you're an Alan Cohen, you probably pull it off any place. Mm-hmm. But when you step into a field of of love, and that's what unity is, is a field of consciousness, Mm -hmm. so we can have an experience of the presence. We're not really a a church in the normal sense. We don't have a dogma to download to you. Mm -hmm. But uh, the intention is to create an actual experience of the presence, and then how can you keep that going seven days a week, 24-7? But it's the experience of God that changes mm-hmm. your life. And then and then something practical you do each day to clear away the ways you keep yourself stuck in believing you're just a human. To feel connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to, uh, in a few minutes, four minutes, they're going to actually uh, shut us off the air and do some kind uh, of test here that Jake's got all set up.
0: The first day of every month at 1145... And sometimes it's during first our Tuesday, it sh- must be the
1: first Tuesday because th- is it the first Tuesday, Jake, or is it uh, Jake's just sitting watching it's part of us
0: to make sure that we're all safe here in Maui and,
1: and boy, in, aren't we grateful? You, did it, you hear about Daniel? Boy, then, much ado about nothing, but. <laughs>
0: no, I hadn't. Well, Dan, there was a hurricane Her- coming uh, our way. Oh, that was. And, okay, I didn't. I and didn't then, know the name.
1: Uh, then, it, well, no, it's not really. Well, now it's now it. Oh, now it's been absorbed by the trade winds. So oh. there, well, I the weather that we've been of, having the
0: last few days has been. I mean, the beaches are. Been pretty yeah, choppy. the surfers
1: are out in front of Malaya today <laughs> and uh, having a good. I just enjoy that so much. It's just a few times that we have waves that we don't get those incredible waves like they get over there on the North Shore. But it's fun to watch. Just just dozens and dozens of them out there having fun this morning.
0: This weekend we drove up country and we uh, just looked down, and then we can get a good perspective on the whole island, oh and you can my. see the size mm. of it and, and how it bends, mm. and, and the fish pond, and mm. and it's just so great to just get different vantages of this mm-hmm. paradise that we live on.
1: Yes, yeah, so we went walking up, uh, we went in Orlinda in that wonderful forest. You know, when it, you get just a little bit too much of just perfect po- poly beach, poly, yeah, yeah. Poly, but you just go up Orlinda and go into that forest, and you might as well be in Oregon, mm-hmm. warm Oregon,
3: <laughs> but and it <laughs> rains there every
1: day, yeah. it seems like. I don't know if it's yeah. true, but... I've gotten drenched most times I've gone here, yeah. well,
0: it's kind <laughs> but of it's sunny
1: going up, you know. But, oh, it's just like you're in pine trees, yeah. you know. Forty-five minutes later, you're back at the beach. How perfect it's, is that? It's,
0: it's pretty amazing. So it's, it's, a, it's a good invitation, a good reminder to, if you always are, you know, people here in Maui are very, I live here and I'm very happy where I am, and they don't like to necessarily go to the next town, uh, well, you but it's know, fun I'm to get su- a perspective.
1: I'm surprised when people say they get island fever. Of course, I, f- I fly off so much, right. but you can have a <laughs> rainforest, you can have a, a white desert. sandy beach, you can go up, uh, do the back way over to uh, hike um, uh, Hana, Hana. Yeah. and you might, when you go up the wine country and go down, yeah. go in the back way. Like in you s- know what? It looks like the moon. It does. And, it- and then you go, it looks like Serengeti, yeah. Africa. Yeah, you and can then all of a sudden, it's a rainforest again. That's so, incredible. Yeah. So we are just, uh, what we're doing here is waiting for this big test to come this if you're wondering what we're jabbing about, but they're... All the, the personnel is coming into the studio. It, it looks <laughs> like something official. really this important is, is going official. on, and, and so it makes us feel better. All
0: to, all to keep us safe to know that in the event of an emergency, we know what to do, and okay. that it all works. They're laughing at us. They're laughing at, at us. It's you know, I
1: stockpile my toilet paper and my w- extra water. I Th- mean, that's, that's all. That's those that's
0: are the staples, right? <laughs> right? I, I, I love how you know, in the, in the in the mainland, when there's snow, people run out to get milk and toilet paper and
1: stuff mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm.
0: it's very funny what we consider to be our essentials <laughs> well they do
1: it here too Jim you haven't seen one of those when well, the, the ship strikes <laughs> go on or <laughs> oh, something the you go, down, stores, and you, yeah, yeah, and you go down to there. Costco and, and they clear the shelves you yeah. go into Safeway and the shelves are cleared so we just want to um, thank the radio station KOI for keeping us safe and uh, they're going to be shutting us down in a minute so I'm just five seconds four seconds <laughs> three I hope he's telling the truth Jake are you on? okay
0: Well, I feel comfortable now that we had that out of the way and we Whoa, know that the yeah, civil defense we, works.
1: Yeah, we apologize for being a little bit helter-skelter here, but all these people were coming in and then they were running out, and so we were just trying to stay with it. But it's been a good day to be here, be back. I, you know, it's when you're gone, I was gone six weeks, Jim, and so this is now my ninth day back. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. Seven, yes, ninth day. How it feel? Um, it feels like Im- I never left.
0: <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, uh,
1: but I, I noticed that I, I had really reached uh, such a place of stress-free, be-in-the-moment kind of living, mm-hmm. which I basically was. I was on the other side of the world in a beautiful uh, little mountain town where the Dalai Lama has his home in exile and their government in exile there. And it's they call it Dharamsala, but it's really McLeod Gange, just like a, a little piece of, um,
0: it's a place of a Dharamsala, yeah. fairly
1: big. But this is a, a mountain, 6,500 feet, pine trees, and it ha- receives the second highest amount of rain of any place in India. And I got there for the rainy part, which I totally loved.
0: I actually it's sixty. It's, it's it's higher than a mile.
1: Sixty-five hundred feet. Yeah, because you know you're, you're starting into you, know, you had a couple mountain ranges before you get to the mm-hmm. Himalayas. But okay, you're so it's taller than Denver. I mean, it's, uh, it's up there. Yeah, but it's straight up because yeah. fifteen minutes, twenty minutes straight down, mm. you're into um, mango trees, avocado trees. So it's really a steep. Uh, it must go from about 4,000 to 6,000, hmm. like real, I mean straight up like a billy goat.
0: Do you feel, and you hear that in your, your ears popping no, and all
1: no, no, I don't remember that. I think you're so scared going <laughs> up the road. The road is like a, a lane, not even one lane. It's like half paved and straight down. And, and, of course, they go both ways on this. And so you honk all the time. And those drivers are amazing. I mean, it was, it was just a little walking path, practically. Mm-hmm. Well, since the Dalai Lama has come, it's a major, uh, there's people there, everything, they building, 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 building. When, it's, it's, when you build, it's like building straight up a mountain. Mm. And, uh, but what was so amazing that I f- find now that I've left it was the vibration of peacefulness with dogs barking, with horns honking. I realized I was in total peace. I it never irritated me. It never upset me. I put earplugs in at night because dogs would wake me up. But they uh, no, you know, people crowded, and yet the 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 vibration of the Tibetans and the Dalai Lama, uh, you know, these are exiles, Jim, and about six, 000, seven thousand living there with the Sikhs, with the Hindus, and a lot of lepers. And um,
0: lepers are actually.
1: Uh, Lepers are there. T- and they were there part of the ten years ago. Yeah, just mm. integrated in. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to really get along beautifully. I didn't see any kinds of hostilities, mm-hmm. um, but the res- the the respect and and the Tibetans, Jim. They have a one-year visa because they, they're there by the grace of the Indian, Indian government. Oh, right. Every year they go down and they register to get one more year visa to live there. And uh, of course each individual, every single oh, Tibetan, my. you know, and so that I think if we can't if we can't register <laughs> illegal aliens in the United States, <laughs> India does it, and they they are you know very yeah. um, they have much bigger problems than we do, and yet they manage to do it. Mm. And every one of the Tibetans manages to register now. There's a thought. How about integrity? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're here. Go down and register. You know, I, my only concern about the illegal thing, Jim, is that it's like a marriage. If you started out on a, li- a lie, a, a, where where does integrity come in? So mm-hmm. we've got to figure out a way to make it so everybody can be in integrity and make better choices. But being there, uh, these the Tibetans who all of them were uh, had to come out and flee, and the ones who didn't make it go to jail, and uh, to go back in, they have to go back in through Nepal. It's, it's, um, well, not,
0: not a good journey back to China. It's a tough. It's yeah.
1: tough because uh, if they go through Nepal and they get tr- tourist papers it can take as much as 10 years, then they can get back out. But if they want to go back and never visit, they always run the risk mm-hmm. that they may not be able to get back out. Uh, they, and if they get picked up by the Chinese, they go they go to jail. And you can buy them out. But if you don't have anybody to buy you out, <laughs> that's a problem. But um, the the thing that was so amazing to me after I look at it was – How gentle, how generous, how... I never heard a complaint. I never heard a bit of entitlement. I never heard what the terrible Chinese did. This is where we are today. We are so grateful to be with the Dalai Lama. We're so grateful. Um, They're so grateful, and they live in such a, a gentle, genuine, beautiful way. I was thinking, wow, we could all learn from them.
0: So in the midst of all that cacophony and noise and energy and, and, and people, just all that power, people. people are just able to realize, and, pe- and all those people.
1: That, you know, we talk about acceptance, how mm-hmm. important God grant me the serenity, accept the things I cannot change today. Like mm-hmm. It's like something we work on and work on. They have embodied it. I realized that. Um, we were in in Norbalinka, which is a beautiful Buddhist, uh, Dalai Lama's uh, temple mm-hmm. and beautiful beautiful grounds quiet and beautiful gardens right outdoors i mean just there's a fence a mm-hmm. brick fence mm-hmm. and right outside there's a little hindu uh just a uh, just a, like almost like a trailer only not it's not even as big as most people's garage, mm-hmm. with the biggest speakers you've ever seen, <laughs> and that's what I told. Blaring! And they were doing their celebration yeah. because when it's time to worship, their way of worshiping is with a lot of uh, chanting and mm-hmm. music, and, mm-hmm. and and you know I don't want to say rock and roll, but it's loud. Mm-hmm. And you know, no one, no one in the Buddhist temple was <laughs> upset. They just went around their way, totally peaceful. And
0: Talk about accepting what is
1: exactly. So what what is the key? And it's staying at home inside yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're fully present to what is. So it's yeah. not like they didn't. There's hear not it. like they didn't but hear the noise. Yeah. There's. They stay home. They stay home within. You know, Byron Katie says, "There's God's business. There's your business and my business." Yeah. And usually, we're out there in God's business or the other person's the other person. business. And we think we could make the dog stop, barking, <laughs> you know? I just got some good earplugs, and then I put on my headset and went to sleep. But I, I love the vibration, and I, I I want to live that every day.
0: And these tools, like the workshop that you do uh, on Monday nights uh, with the, the work by Byron Katie, and then Wednesdays, the Centering Prayer, those are the tools that can help you really live in the moment and tune out all the cacophony It just... Be stay at
1: home. At That's home. what Byron Katie says. Stay at home. Mm-hmm. Stay in your business. What mm-hmm. can I change? What can I change? God guarantee me the serenity to change the things I can, which is me. And I think what I like about Byron Katie's work, it is so, number one, simple. Mm-hmm. Go online, thework.org or mm-hmm. org and download the worksheets or go buy the book Loving What Is. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Spinoza said when we come to understand ourselves and our emotions, it's easy to love what is. Mm-hmm because we stay at home. It's the simplicity of the message. And And,
0: and doing it over. And then whenever you get caught up in a thought that's not a thought that you want to hold on to, do those questions. Four questions.
1: You know, you you can't force your thoughts to let go, Mm -hmm. but you shine a little light Mm -hmm. on them. You ask some questions. You make friends with the thought, Mm -hmm. and you ask some questions about it.
0: It's a great little exercise if you're in a relationship. My my fiancé and I do it all the time. We just start, you know, just, you know, Is that really true? How do you know? You start doing the questions, and then it's just a gentle way to remind you to to do the work.
1: It is. Dogs are barking. Dogs shouldn't bark. Is Is that that true? true? How do you
0: know that's true? How
1: do you know? Well, is it absolutely true? Dogs shouldn't bark. Well... I would wish they wouldn't, but no, it's not absolutely true they shouldn't bark. How well, do you feel, what happens inside? How
0: do you feel when you held that thought the dog shouldn't bark? I
1: get tense and upset and angry, and I want to give the dogs a piece of my mind. You know, when people start just to look oh. at what they <laughs> do, it's amazing how oftentimes, like you and your friends, you just let go. Yeah. You don't have to say, oh my God, I yeah. need to accept dogs barking. You just look at okay, dogs are barking. And it frees you up if you need to get earplugs to get them mm-hmm. or not, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, and then what's the second, the, <laughs> thir- the fourth question? question how, you,
0: how would you be if you didn't hold that belief that dogs shouldn't bark?
1: Box, dog, they're barking. Yeah. I love what Byron Katie says. I love her line. She said, when you argue with reality, you lose. Mm-hmm. But only 100% of the time. (laughs) It's just, she's got some great, Uh wonderful lines. And one of the other ones, because so much of our upside, I think, Jim, is we have little wars going on inside our own thoughts. Uh I shouldn't eat that, but I did. Uh Oh, well then, you know, I shouldn't do that, but I did. And, uh, in the war, in the first defensiveness, someone walks by and says something you don't like it and you start to defend it in your mind or your words, it's the first act of war
0: that is so the powerful we've said it I before combat, it's just when you hear that it's just so and just think about it anytime you're being defensive you're creating a war and we all don't want war we don't want we don't like what's happening in the middle east we don't so it, you can catch it at home literally in your own mouth whenever you feel just a twinge of defensiveness it's so beautiful
1: it's so beautiful because one of the things that the the hindus and the Buddhists stress so beautifully is It's not what comes out of your mouth. It's the thought before it comes out of your mouth. We Mm -hmm. think, well, okay, I don't gossip anymore. But, boy, I run inventories on people. (laughs) Okay, well, you know, we understand vibrationally how everything is. You drive down the road and you're looking at somebody in a car, 60 miles an hour, and they turn. They pick up. You're looking at them. Mm -hmm. How much do you think thoughts go? And I'm thinking, I don't like that person, that person's whatever, and we fill it in. So the beautiful thing that I really, I think, came home with, besides just accepting what is, is is how powerful the thought is and how important the purity of our intention must be. So if our intention is pure, our world will work
0: powerful message
1: it is you know i just uh it's just so good to be back here with you jim it's
0: great to have you back you look great, I and, feel great and and it's that energy that you're carrying um
1: it's and just so nice and this sunday we're going to be talking about what the dalai lama shared he did eight days of teaching on the bodhisattva the uh when you're awakened and you come back to be in service to all people and we're going to talk about how each of us you know has the ability to really help create a better world for everybody
0: it's going to be fun Sunday at the Maui Tropical Plantation. Be sure to check out our website, conversationswithfriends.com, and you can hear us on the Internet with our podcast. Oh,
1: wow. So yeah.
0: go to do that as well.
1: And if you need a mortgage, you want to deal with somebody of high integrity to get the job done, Trisha Morris's phone number is 874-8800, 874-8800. Have a most blessed week.
0: Aloha. still inside my head. I ask my father.